Welcome to the first episode of Finance for Fourth Graders. I'm your host, Vani, and the topic we're going to be covering today is credit. While recording today's episode, I'm going to be enjoying a pint of Ben and Jerry's milk and cookie ice cream. I think I'm going to make it a tradition to test out a new flavor of ice cream every episode. So I'm going to dig in and let's dig into a discussion about credit. Okay, so let's imagine this hypothetical scenario. After listening to this amazing podcast, you decide that you want to try your own hand at tasting my milk and cookies, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So you and your family go to Safeway and you go to ring up this wonderful pint of ice cream. Your parents whip out this card, a credit card, and they go on to pay for the pint of ice cream. Have you ever wondered how that card works and how they're able to use a little plastic card to pay for (laughs) anything you want, basically, instead of cash? It's pretty simple, really. Or, well, you can wrap your head around it. Basically, credit or your credit card is kind of like a tool you use to make a promise. So not everyone always has the right amount of money or enough money in cash to pay for the things they want then and there. So your credit card allows you to swipe it and pay for things, but in doing so, you're kind of promising that you're going to pay the money back later. Just like how you pinky promise with your pinkies, when you swipe your credit card, you are promising to pay back money. So as you borrow and pay back money and make multiple transactions with your credit card, you build credit. Your credit is defined by a number, your credit score, but that is between 300 and 850. This credit score represents your credibility or the likelihood that you will give back and return the money that you borrow from a credit card company. At the end of the day, uh, a credit card company is still a business. They aren't going to lend out money knowing that they're going to lose it. So they have to have a way to track whether you're going to pay them back. And that's where your credit score comes into play. When you sign up for a credit card or you're making a big payment like paying for a house, people are going to check your credit score because they aren't just going to let you buy something if you don't have all the cash, if they know if they don't know if you're going to pay them back. It's just like lending out a pencil to one of your classmates. Let's say you go to your class one day and one of your friends do not have a pencil, so they ask to borrow one from you. At the end of the day, they forget to give it back. It's okay. It's just one pencil they forgot one time. So that's fine. But then let's say two or three days later, they ask for the pencil again. And well, it broke this time. Then three or, three or four days later, or maybe a week later, they ask to borrow your pencil again and it breaks. And then another time they ask to borrow your pencil again and they forget to give it back to you again. After a while, After a couple times where they haven't returned the pencil, you're going to be less likely to give it to them, right? Because you don't know if you're going to get it back. Your classmate or friend eventually loses your trust and their accountability. By checking your credit or looking at your credit score, a credit card company can tell, oh, how often do they follow through with like paying people back? Like how often do they return the pencil? And then they'll be more likely to give you money or well, in this case, they'd be more likely to give you a pencil. If your credit score is good, because if it's a high credit score, then they know that you pay people back. Let's dive into our last two topics, which are how credit card companies make money and why we use credit cards or why should you use a credit card. 
So credit card companies make money in three main ways. Yearly fees or like annual fees, interest, and then random charges. First, you have your yearly fee, which is a fee for like being given the credit card or for like having the credit card for a year. It's a yearly fee. So depending on the company or the type of credit card you have or the cool things and like rewards that come along with the credit card, your fee for having that credit card for the year is going to be higher or lower. Next, you have your interest. So your interest is a fee you pay in exchange for being able to borrow money from your credit card company. This fee is called APR, annual percentage rate. Annual means yearly, so it's a yearly percentage rate. Like we talked before, they look at your credit score to decide how much APR you're going to pay. So if you have a low credit score, then you're going to pay a high APR to like make up for the risk of you not paying them back. And then if you have a good credit score, they know you're going to pay them back, then you don't have to pay as high of an APR. Your APR will be lower. Lastly, you have your random charges or like random ways your credit card can like charge you a fee or like make you pay. One example of a random charge is if at the end of the month, that's when you pay your credit card fee or your bill. If you don't pay it on time, they can charge you a late fee. Like how if you don't turn in your book on time at the library, they charge you a fee. It's the same thing. If you don't give back the money you borrowed, then they charge you a fee. Another one is if you take your credit card outside of the country, like to Canada or Mexico or some other country, and you use it to pay for things, they can also charge you a fee then. Another one that I can name a, name or like think of is um, every credit card has a specific amount of money you can spend every month. It's not like you can like use like an infinite amount of money there's like a limit on every single credit card it's different for each one but um if you go over that limit charge you a over limit fee for going over the amount of money that you're allowed to spend in that month so those are the three ways or like three main ways a credit card company makes money lastly let's talk about why we use credit cards anyways like why don't we use cash so cash can break it's it's physical money your money can tear, you can lose it. You aren't going to carry around like $100 in your pocket to go buy for buy something. Or like if you're buying an iPhone, which costs like $1,000, you're not going to carry $1,000 in your purse, right? Someone can steal it, you can drop it, you can lose your purse, and then you'll lose a lot of money. So you carry around a card. Today, things cost too much for you to carry around the right amount of money in your pocket. Another reason is also because today, at, people usually get paid at the end of the month. They may not have enough money throughout the month to pay for things. So swiping their credit card allows them to be like, oh, let me pay for it now, but I will pay back my credit card company at the end of the month for this item, right? Because you may not have the money until the end of the month when you get paid. <laughs> I think this wraps up our conversation on credit for today. Uh, I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Oh, <laughs> wait, yeah. My ice cream. My ice cream was really good. Like, it tastes like Oreos or, like, cookies and cream, but it's a little bit different. A little bit, like, I mean, I think there's a little bit more chocolate, but it's, like, not overwhelming. I usually like vanilla, but, like, this is, like, a really good type of chocolate. And also, I asked my brother while I was recording this, and he he seemed to like this ice cream quite a bit, too. So, I mean, go ahead to your local Safeway and <laughs> buy it with your credit card, and you can be like, oh, I know exactly what you're doing when your parents ring it up. <laughs>